Welcome to the Wedding Breakroom Podcast, where your favorite Oklahoma wedding professionals hang out, tell stories, and share advice. If you are a wedding professional, this is a great place to learn from your peers. If you are a couple getting married, you'll get an inside look into what it takes to make your day so special. Welcome, guys. I'm Travis Wackerly. I'm here with Jared Veluch. We have a very special guest today, and we're actually at the Hillside Manor in Norman doing this podcast. I'm with Danielle Throckmorton, who owns Throckmorton Events and Throck Shop, so two different businesses that are doing incredible things. Um, Danielle, how are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to be here, and I am so thankful you thought of me. Oh yeah, you're you're one of the first ones I thought of. I, I knew I had to get you on this once we decided to do this podcast. And I'm I'm very glad that you said yes to us as as being a part of this podcast. It well, means a lot to you. us. So, um, so really, just uh, let's get started by t- walking me through how you got started with Throckmorton Events, and we're going to go into some other things. We're going to talk about Throck Shop, and then we're going to talk about how you balance running two businesses at the same time whenever one may demand your attention some so some things that you do that helps in that aspect but right now let's just uh just walk me through how you got started with throckmorton events okay absolutely so i launched throckmorton events in 2016 just a little history i worked in a law firm for seven years and actually where my job was primarily working with people going through a divorce so i figured some people might find that kind of humorous but um (laughs) I actually got engaged and had the opportunity of planning my own wedding. And I was actually here at Hillside Manor. So that was really kind of a special part of interviewing here. But I went through the process of planning my wedding, building the itineraries, you know, confirming all the vendors and um, kind of getting to be a part of that planning process. And I really enjoyed it. And the owners of Hillside Manor were like, can we just clone you um, as a bride? And I still had a coordinator for my wedding day. So I knew that was important, but I just really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed getting to see it all come together. And um, the compliments from the venue and some of the vendors, I was like, well, this is cool. Um, And my job primarily was managing itineraries for five attorneys. And so I was really into the scheduling and organization and I learned a lot of skills through that job. And so my husband and I are on our honeymoon and we are just talking about the future, what it's going to hold for us, you know, our, um, where our jobs are going to go, you know, living a debt-free life, all these different things that we wanted to do together. And so as we kept getting closer to the honeymoon, I noticed, I was like, man, like, I don't (laughs) want to go back to work. And I'm sure everyone feels like that when they're on vacation. But for me, I really had struggled for a while. As I had been in the same job and the same career path for a while, they started saying, hey, Danielle, you should go to law school. Hmm. You'd have a job and, you know, an internship and all these things. And I just started really diving in like that's not not where I feel that I'm supposed to be. It's not something that sets my soul on fire. So while we're on the honeymoon, I was like, why don't we just like start this business. Like, why don't we give it a try? <laughs> and he kind of looks at me and he's like, what business? And I was like, the event business. <laughs> like they kept saying, I was so good at it. I've enjoyed it. And he's like, I think you're just still on the wedding high. Um, <laughs> but then he got on board. I mean, before we even got off the plane back in Oklahoma, he was like, I think we should try. And it's been a long passion of mine. Like I didn't just decide to start a business. Yeah. Um, this business, yes. But I'd always wanted to run a company. I'd always wanted to be a part of entrepreneurship. And My family, um, they all own businesses. And so it's something I'd grown up around. And so I figured, okay, I'm gonna kind of give this a shot. So I started building a website, started Facebook, 
um, you know, worked the same job for nearly two years while starting Throckmorton events. Yeah. And that was a struggle. And just kind of seeing our coworkers be like, are you really into playing weddings? Like, <laughs> um, that's a lot of time. Like, all your weekends are gone because you work full time. And I don't know. I just kept getting more and more inspired. And after that first wedding I did, it just solidified, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, and, and so I just kept going in, educating myself, connecting with people like you that are successful in business and just dove in. It's always awesome. a good feeling when, when, you, when you hit something that you're just like what you said, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yes. And, and you're incredible at what you do. I'm going to read a couple. You mentioned um, that some of the, the wedding vendors complimented you on some of your planning of your own wedding. Uh, but I'm going to tell you what a few of your own clients have said about your company, which you've read these reviews, I'm sure. But yes. for the listener, uh, saying Danielle and her team hit it out of the park is an understatement. And saying her performance is a 10 on a scale of a 1 to 10 isn't scratching the surface of how amazing she has been. And then another one, another uh, girl named Marissa said, Danielle is brilliant. She asked me questions I would have never dreamed of asking myself. And I've noticed just uh, amongst your website, your your Throck Shop website, especially, I see the word intentional a lot. Yes. And whenever I read that quote right there, again, she said, she asked me questions I would have never dreamed of asking myself. That tells me that you're very intentional about what you do in the, uh, with Throckmorton events and Throck Shop. You kind of mentioned that you, you did your wedding by yourself. I mean, you, 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 uh, planned it on your own. Mm -hmm. And there's a few things that I notice, like back to back to back about your your reviews. And it's kind of humorous. Uh, I'm just going to read just a few of them <laughs> okay. right here for you. Uh, one says, uh, we originally had not planned on having a day of coordinator, but are so, so glad we hired Danielle. Another says we were not originally going to have a day of coordinator. I'm just going to skip these other ones. I wasn't sure at first if I wanted to hire a coordinator for our wedding. Another review said I was 100% against having a planner. Uh, another one said, I went back and forth on whether or not I was going to have a coordinator for my wedding. So you're doing something that is turning these skeptics, people who don't think they need a coordinator or who are battling that, that decision, you are turning them into believers. What are some things that you are doing that really shows how valuable a wedding coordinator is? Well, obviously, these reviews are a huge part of it Yeah. because these are from my client's perspectives. And I think that's, that's gold because it's hard to convince someone of something they think they don't need. I mean, yeah. that's, that's one of the hardest things I feel like that occurs. And so a lot of it is education. So like, I feel like I put a lot of effort into, um, our blog being informative. So mm -hmm. that way kind of like how to start into the wedding planning, like how to start looking for a venue doing those things, because when they start looking at all that's involved and they, they start seeing the value in having someone that has that experience. Yeah. Um, I share a lot about on the blogging about how to what steps to take when you first get started and include us in there and kind of show the value of that. Um, I've had some vendors have wrote blogs about why you need a planner. Like mm -hmm. a photographer has written a blog about that. So I'll share that content. And then a lot of times, I mean, I, I offer initial meetings for free. I mean, that's, yeah. I feel like that's something that yeah. every couple should have the opportunity to have. Yeah. And so I get that chance to be in front of them and I'm constantly providing them from the first point of contact information. Yeah. And I'm detailed and I give them when they ask for pricing, they get this beautiful pricing guide <laughs> and they don't have to ask um, or they don't have to meet with me first to know what I charge. And I don't know 
that may be something that some people attest to. But like for me, I know as a shopper, like sometimes I like to know at least what you start at just so that way they know whether or not it's something that they can fit into their budget. Yeah. But when I get in front of them, I present to them so much information. I show them our software. I show them this detailed checklist. I walk through their experience with me, how they have unlimited contact with me, even on the day of coordination packages, that they can call me if they need etiquette advice. If they need any of those details, they have the opportunity to use what resources I have. And so I just try to make myself valuable in that sense of like, I can give you this content. I can connect you with vendors that I feel like are going to fit with your personality and within your budget. And you're not wasting all these days off (laughs) meeting with vendors that that are not going to be a good fit for you. Yeah. So I just try to show them so many different areas. Um, You know, I've got I know when certain vendors are um, having a discount, for instance, or if I have a special offer from particular vendors that apply to my couples and I'm like, Hey, you know, like we have this deal where if you book this photographer with me, like you get this free canvas for your living room or different things. It's just all these different areas of things that benefit the client. And so just trying to show them that and let them know that they're not just hiring a planner, um, but they're also hiring a friend along the process. We deal with a lot of couples who don't hire planners and I always tell them, Hey, I could like kind of help as a DJ, I could help guide your timeline, but that's all I can do. I'm not going to go to the caterers necessarily make sure the food is hot. Like mm-hmm. coordinators will there's, I'm not going to be hanging out in the bridal suite, uh, making sure everything's good. Like a coordinator would, because I have other responsibilities that day. So I have learned as a DJ, the importance of a coordinator. And I try to get all of our clients to get a coordinator. Well, and you're our voice as what you and Jared do is we can put a, together an itinerary and present that but like you guys both know like things happen sometimes faster or slower and if we just have you up there with no one guiding you then things may be announced inappropriately or we're going to have couples that have to keep coming up and signaling or family and that's the point is like they are part of that moment and they shouldn't be working events and they should be enjoying it and so i make sure that DJs and are informed, hey, yeah. we're five minutes out for this event. We manage the flow of the whole timeline so that way they're not having to worry about any of it. Yeah. Well, like one of the things you just said, Yeah. you're hiring, when they hire you, they're hiring a friend, they're hiring a teammate because right. you're with them through that whole process leading up to their wedding. So the day of, especially like they don't have to worry. And consistently the thing I see over and over again with the brides that don't have a coordinator is that they are just they're more stressed they seem more exhausted during their wedding whenever i see Mm. someone that has a good coordinator especially like you guys like i can see the joy in their faces throughout the entire wedding because they aren't thinking or worrying about anything and then also if something does go awry if something some change needs to occur and you for example go up to the bride that you've been working with for the past six months or however long it's like, oh yeah, my one of my best friends just came up and said we just need to shift this little thing, and so and then they don't even worry because they trust you. You've built that relationship, and exactly. that's one of the things that I I try to tell people whenever they they tell us, oh, we didn't hire a coordinator. I'm like, like Travis said, like we'll do our best, but we are not coordinators. It just, right. Well, and you, know. you guys aren't able to move around in a sense either, as yeah. much as we. Yeah, are. exactly. We're right. kind of stuck. I mean, a lot of times, me and Jared and me and the others, most of the time, we don't even have time to eat uh, just because of all the stuff that we're we're dealing with behind the DJ booth. So we can help kind of guide your timeline along. But, 
you know, anything that involves us being in different locations of somebody's wedding reception sometimes just isn't feasible for us. Exactly. Well, tell us about Throck Shop. I've been I've been impressed with this, and and some of the designs and the sayings are inspiring uh, to women, especially. They've even inspired me, and it's not even directed towards me. So, um, tell us a little bit about Throck Shop, which is your other business. Okay, so I launched Throck Shop in March of this of this year. Um, I was originally supposed to launch in January, but you know, challenges come up. So um, I overcame them. The passion behind Throck Shop, I feel like is stemming from personal experience in multiple areas of my life. And so over time, I'll hopefully be able to share more of that through Throck Shop, starting a business like Throckmorton Events and starting from not having any prior experience in a wedding industry, not having... um, any frienders, <laughs> you know, essentially <laughs> yeah. I just didn't have a lot of connections except for the vendors that I worked with for my own wedding. Yeah. So stepping into an industry that you don't have connections with is intimidating and it's scary. Sure. Especially if you've never ran a business before at all, just learning the basic principles of how to start a business and how to network and how to market. There's just so much out there yeah. um, to consume. And so I had to step out of the fear of not feeling qualified at the mm. beginning. I mean, I feel like everyone has that area where you just get nervous. Sure. Um, and wondering what people were going to think, especially my boss at the time. You know, like, what is she doing starting <laughs> this side business, doing weddings? Like, we do divorce. And so, um, <laughs> so that was one of the Catch things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, um, there was a lot of obstacles I had to overcome and I stepped out. And now I look back and I cannot believe we're coming up on our three year anniversary and I can't believe to see how it's blossomed. yeah, And that if I had listened to all the lies, it wouldn't mm. be here. And I'm living part of my dream right yeah. now is being a part of such an important day for people. And Throck Shop is how I feel like I'm contributing back to my my lessons. I don't know if that helps, if that makes sense, but yeah, it does. what I've learned yeah. along the way. And I, I, Throck Shop is focusing on helping women step out of fear and into whatever their, their passions are. It doesn't necessarily mean business. It's not just business focused. Like maybe it is to scale back from work and homeschool their children or to finish their college degree or to leave a toxic relationship or like whatever it is. I just want them to relate through other women's stories and find strength in that. And I knew that not only my story was gonna help change people's lives. And so we have women from all over the world that have been contributing to this blog. Um, and they're sharing stories of how they relate to these intentional designs yeah. to connect with women. And so Throck Shop does sell intentional designs on graphic tees currently, we'll be expanding. Yeah. But these are all designs that I've worked with a graphic designer on personally and have had a connection with. And the point of the shirt is not to make a profit. Like obviously (laughs) that's nice um, to be able to give some attention to that and direct it away from the other business, but it's more of a way to connect with everyday women. Yeah. So like, you know, I might just be wearing that shirt out in public and they see created with a purpose and they're like, gets them thinking. To me, it's a faith based, but to other people, it doesn't have to be that. It's what is my purpose? Am I stepping into my purpose? Am I living out each day with intentionality? Am I wanting more. Yeah. Um, and so it all kind of ties in into some more of the challenge group that we'll talk about later, but yeah. I'm excited about Throck Shop. And I feel like it also ties in with Throckmorton events because there are so many women that want to start businesses and are following Throckmorton events. They may have been a bride like me that wanted to be a planner. They wanted to start a business after planning their wedding. And yeah. 
this may help inspire them to do that and have support along the way. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a powerful tool for women. I mean, I could just tell that by going to the website and, and reading through some of what you do. You use the word intentional a lot on your website, and I love that because for a whole year, that was my word. I kind of have a word of the year. In one year, it was intention uh, or intentional. Uh, so uh, since I see you use that word so often, um, what does that word mean to you? What does the word intentional mean to you? So that is funny that you mentioned it was your word because that and I know it's hard to say a word because on my vision board that I created for this year, it, for the business board, I have a business and personal, I picked be intentional. So it's really two words yeah. um, for the business post and the necklace I'm wearing today, not that anyone can see it is made from my husband um, for Christmas the, this past year because he knew I picked that word. Um, oh. So it says be intentional. But with me, um, I think it stems a lot from how much attention I was giving to my business and obviously as an entrepreneur, you know it's hard to balance business and work and being a parent and all of the different avenues, all the titles that we carry. And yeah. so I feel like intentional can apply in so many different areas. And for me in business and in personal, it was aligning with my priorities. Like what is it that, where do I need to put my time and effort into? And so being intentional and planning out my task for the day or my calendar for the week, or um, our goals for the year, and working towards them, just being intentional in what I do each day is moving me forward. I wanna ask you a question based off of what you just said that I really wanna learn something from you about. You said you're intentional about your task, what you put on the calendar, your priorities, you're intentional about your time and efforts. Throckmorton Events is a very successful company. And I see that um, Throck Shop is also becoming a successful company. So considering that you have two businesses now, what advice would you give other wedding professionals who are considering taking on a second project? Uh, what are some things that you have learned so far with having to deal with two companies when both companies may be very demanding of your attention? And my advice for other wedding professionals in general or business owners would be, um, being okay and accepting the fact that you cannot do it all. Mm. And yes. I know we've heard this before, but it's the truth. I mean, personally for me, carrying that weight of trying to do it all um, can be overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, and being okay with the fact that it's okay to outsource. And I feel like that's something that I have really enjoyed recently is like letting go of some of that control and knowing that my team is prepared to handle some things that I have other wedding professionals or um, business professionals that are even maybe more qualified than me in mm. some areas of the business. So for me, one of my goals for this year was to hire an accountant. I waited until I launched Throck Shop in mm. March. So I got a whole quarter in and I looked at my vision board and I was like, okay, babe, like we've got to get this done. <laughs> So um, it was a totally different aspect when you go from a service-based or a service-based business to a product-based business. Yeah. It was a lot um, of difference in my accounting, and so I have an accountant. I outsource that, and you guys, I feel so good. <laughs> I got an email last week that said, Danielle, these are your estimates for the quarter. Make sure to get those sent in, and yeah. I didn't have to stress about it. And so <laughs> I do, I do fill in all of my own bookkeeping. Yeah. And then they track it and make sure I, you know, categorize correctly. So that's a way I've outsourced. I've outsourced some of my blogging. Okay. I outsourced my Pinterest. Um, my Pinterest is well over a million followers right now. Wow. Uh, or monthly viewers, I should say. Um, and it's okay that I didn't have the time. Yeah. To do it, and then I was able to work in my business and not on my business, because. 
I kept finding myself just sitting down and trying to do all of those things when really I needed to be showing up live in their community. I needed to be reaching out and networking with vendors. I needed to be serving my customers that I currently have so I can keep getting reviews like that. Yeah. Um, I want to have the time to sit down and send him a message. Hey girl, I saw that you went um, wedding dress shopping this weekend. That looked like a blast. You know, <laughs> how is everything else going with you? You know, just yeah. different things that are personal. Like I try to really provide good customer service and I can't do that if I'm constantly working on my business instead of in it. Yeah. So just be okay with knowing that you can't do it all. That'd be my best advice. Yeah, and it seems like you're really honing in on your strengths. Like some of your weaknesses is what you outsource. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing, am I reading that right? Yeah, I would say I love content (laughs) writing. Like, I mean, as far as like, I feel like I'm creative where I come up with really great ideas, but I am not very strong in my grammar sometimes and my (laughs) punctuation could use some sprucing up. And so sometimes it's nice to know that I can send that yeah. out and have someone blog and not have to worry and it's not going to take away from the professional look of my business because I feel like that doesn't define me. Yeah. But, um, so yes, that's one area. And then also like the time it takes to learn Yeah. sometimes. And I'm not saying that I don't want to learn how to <laughs> do all of my sales tax reporting and like <laughs> all of that myself because I feel like that would be a great tool to have as a business owner. Yeah. But I'm also running two businesses and we're at the peak of wedding season and I still know it has to be done and it's a priority. So you have to choose at a certain right. point. You just have to choose and then let go of the rest. I, yeah. We would all be so much better at so many things if we had. Well, yeah. time. And I want to hit on some of something that I had been really working on personally too, is like starting a second business. Uh-huh. And really my main focus of the business being customer service is that I have decided to let some go of some of that control. And I've been training an associate planner and, hmm. and you had just interviewed Angie with borrowed charm. Yep. And you know, she talked to me about this. I had questions and she talked to me and I'm inspired by her business. Yeah. And it's beautiful. <laughs> She's it built an amazing team and I can't wait for her podcast to come out. <laughs> but in all honesty, like I want to grow business that way. I yeah. want an associate planner that will have one-on-one connections with my customers and not just meet a new coordinator. Yeah. So like that's something I'm currently working on now and trying to streamline and prioritize and it's it's fun and I'm excited, but that's part of letting go of that fear. Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah, you mentioned Angie Martin. I mean, there's definitely a lot of things you can learn from her. Um, she, uh, she was on the podcast just a few days ago. So, um, for the listener listening on this, Angie's podcast at this point will have been out. So be sure and check that out. Um, yeah, I mean, when you're just talking about all this stuff, so many people go into things and they may get in over their heads and, at that point, sometimes you just got to ask, what do I need to stop doing? And it's okay to outsource things. It really is. I mean, um, you know, don't, don't, don't outsource your Instagram to where you're buying followers, you know, that that's a bad outsource, but it's okay to put, put things in other people's hands where their strengths are that might be your weakness. Well, and see for me, Instagram and same thing with you guys, cause I watch your Instagram <laughs> is it's personal. Yeah. Like they see your personality. They see real weddings. That's a part where I love managing my social media. Yeah. And sometimes I want to batch work more, but sometimes I feel inspired at that moment and I want to share whatever's on my heart or if I got that new beautiful album, you know? So (laughs) I feel like that's one of the things that I have made time to be able to do now because I'm not doing it all. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, and that's really smart what you do. I mean, some people just get in over their heads and they don't accomplish anything because they put way too much on their plate. Or they think that they're less of a business owner because yeah. they're outsourcing because they yeah. have to admit they can't do it all. Yeah. And I'm past that, you guys. We should all be past that. <laughs> yeah, and, and you do you do an incredible job. I mean, I've I've been I've been just watching. It's like how does she how does she do so well at Throckmorton events? Because I don't sometimes when you put focus on something else, the other thing will suffer. But I'm not seeing that in your two businesses, and it's I think it's because of those decisions you're making. I don't need to do this. I could outsource that. I don't need to do this. I can have one of my team members do this, and and that's just really smart business. Well, and I was asked several times if I was dissolving Throckmorton events. Oh when I first started launching, like I was asked like, are you still gonna be doing events? And I was just kinda like, guys, absolutely. Like, I love it, I'm not yeah. gonna stop doing events. But I knew that I had to, because of those questions and those concerns and because of just, I had to make sure that that wasn't gonna be the case for me. Yeah. That you ever, that my clients still knew that they were a priority to me. This is just where my, my heart has kind of taken me. Yeah. Is in this direction through Throck Shop and it surprises me continually, but like I have to, um, show up for both because my heart's in both places yeah. and my clients are counting on me. Yeah. Um, we, here's a question since we are kind of talking about strengths uh, and this is something that I'd really like to learn from you on. Cause it's something that I've been asking myself as well and, and trying to develop this way of thinking in my own life is why is it more important to focus on your strength than it is to focus on strengthening your weakness? Okay, so this kind of hits back on what we've been talking about. Huh. So, um, but I feel that my strengths are what, what helps grow my business. Um, that's what sets me apart. Yeah. And so if I can really zero in and focus on what it is that moves the needle for my business and give the time to that, mm -hmm. that I'm gonna be more successful and my couples are gonna be happier. And that if I continually sit and focus on the things I'm not good at, I'm going to get in this slump. Yep. I'm going to direct my attention in the wrong places yep. and I'm not going to move the needle. I'm not going to continue to progress. And so that could go back to when I have some time, when I sit down and block out my, my schedule, looking for those areas where I'm struggling and find a podcast, find a webinar, do some training through the, through where I'm certified as a planner, Yeah, different things where I can prioritize to get better. But at the meantime, I don't have to drop everything and get intimidated by what scares me. I'm gonna focus on my strengths and what propels me and what has been working and then grow behind the scenes or outsource. Yeah, right. and I think that's yeah. worked so well for you because I can just tell by the way you're talking right now, <laughs> just your passion has met your strength. Right. Um, and they're working so well together. So I've noticed from a recent Instagram post, you, you said get in the habit of asking yourself, does this support the life I'm trying to create? Tell me a little bit about that and why you posted that. Cause it makes a lot of sense and it's a powerful statement. Okay. So this is perfect because it kind of relates back to when I was talking about moving the needle, like, mm -hmm. does it actually, what you're going to be saying yes to, does it actually move you further? along in your process to getting to where you're headed. So if it's launching a business or it's being a top event planning company or award-winning um, yeah. planner or a DJ or whatever wedding professional um, awards you can receive out there. But if that's what it is and that's your main focus, like asking yourself if that yes is gonna get you there. Because so many times it's hard to say no yeah. and you feel like no is, is rude. Um, but, and especially when you're first starting a business, you wanna say yes to everything. Yeah because you want the business, you wanna make yep. them happy. But at the same time, like you have other clients, you have to take care of yourself 
to be successful in your business, you have to show up for your family. Because if you're not showing up for your family, and that's going to resonate in your work. Oh, if absolutely. You're, if you're stressed absolutely. and you're carrying that weight. So that would be my suggestion on that is just ask yourself, is it moving it closer to my goal? So let's talk about some things that I have seen on your website that I'd kind of want to talk about. You on Throck Shop, you talk about... Uh, and I'm going to kind of go easy on this question. So, okay. Cause I don't, I don't want it to, I don't want it to be a question that offends anybody, Right. but we, you have on your website that, it, it, um, quoting from your website, we've heard so many times that you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you pretty hit, you hit pretty heavy on surrounding yourself with the right kind of people. Would you say it's just as important to be intentional about who you decide to distance yourself from? Could surrounding yourself with the wrong people just be just as powerful in a negative way as hanging out with the right people are in a positive way? Does that make any sense to you? Right. So you're saying like, is it also just as beneficial to distance yourself from the negativity as it is that to surround yourself? Okay. So absolutely. I mean, you guys can relate to the fact that when you put yourself in a position where you're around positive people and good vibes that you thrive. And when you're in an environment where it's negative and you're feeling heavy, that you're not going to get up and want to pursue your dreams. You're not going to want (laughs) to show up as your best self. Like, so for, yeah, absolutely. I think it's just as important. And for me, when I'm surrounded by others who are thinking or who are thriving or motivated in their business or even in their life, it inspires me. It makes me want to dream big. It makes me stay focused and want more. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that I'm not content where I'm at presently either, but I feel like I'm always as an entrepreneur, I feel like <laughs> I'm always like seeking the next thing. Yeah, yeah. You always have to continually reach out for the next. Right. And that's kind of where I go with, with that is just, I love being around people with positive energy. Yeah. I love bringing positive energy because especially at a wedding day, can we reference it back to that? Because you guys know, like on a wedding day, when things are stuffy and they're stressed, like going in and be like, Hey lady, I've handled it. You don't have to worry about it. Or if you have to face them with an obstacle that's come up, um, you know, for instance, like a last minute design flaw Mm. or something like that, coming in there with a solution already and presenting it. Well, it's a flight attendant effect. What? Go it's ahead. It's the flight attendant effect. Right. Whenever, if nobody <laughs> freaks out until they see the flight attendant start freaking out. There you go. I mean. If you stay calm and collected and you're easygoing in the, and you have that right attitude, then people, they stay calm. I think that's, that's so true. I just feel like that with business too. And you guys have continually inspired me and like how mm. you guys have come together and grown a team and. I look to you for that because I'm growing and I'm expanding. I look for Angie for that. And that's what I love about your vision for this podcast. Yeah. It's like really coming together as a community, inspiring business owners. And I don't know. I'm just so thankful to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thankful that you're a part of it. And um, I'm just going to leave you with a couple other things okay. here. I want to get this out there. You have, there's a ladies challenge group. Yes. Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Okay. So. Um, a little history ladies challenge group actually was founded before throck shop. So yes. So even though it's tied together, it is something that I feel again, God has put a little bit of a behind the scenes work into it. Um, so ladies challenge group was actually formed through my own personal development journey. So I really started focusing more on self care back in December of 2018. No, 2017. 
and I started trying to eat better and like I was trying to work both businesses at that time. And I just knew that like I had to take care of myself if I was gonna be able to manage it. And so I got into reading a lot with growing my business, reading, um, you know, motivational books and business books and uh, diving in. I fell in love um, with a couple of motivational speakers and they were doing a challenge for the last 90 days. And that was really to challenge yourself on where you wanna see yourself in the beginning of a new year. So you ended the last part of that year, that last 90 days as strong and as intentional (laughs) as you wanted to start the next year. And so I was like really on fire, created a vision board, brought on my friends, (laughs) but I did a post just telling them I was doing this challenge and I only had about maybe 30 women. I didn't invite anybody to this group. I just put a post out and if they wanted to do it, they could join. Cause I wanted people that really wanted to like help each other. And so we get through October, November, December. We do a vision board party with the girls in the group. And while we're sitting at the table at my house, they said, like, I'm kind of sad. And I was like, about what? Like, I don't know if I want this group to end. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, Danielle, like you've been bringing so many good vibes to the group. So many women I've made friendships with from like all over the state. We had some women from Texas at that point. And um, they're like, can we just like keep it open? (laughs) And I was like, whipped out my notebook and I was like, when we've been doing vision boards, I was fired up. And so I was like, absolutely girls. So we started writing out the vision of the group. And so we made the group permanent at that Hmm. point. And we shared it a few times, wasn't really trying to grow it much. And then as Throck Shop evolved, and which was shortly after that, because I started launching it, wanting to launch it in January. Yeah. So it all kind of came around the same time. I was like, why can't I intertwine these two? And the vision just kept evolving. Well, now we're up to almost 200 members in the group. And I have wow. none of us have done individual inviting. Like That's we just impressive. have been sharing periodically or just, um, I did a challenge. Like I did a four week self-care challenge that I created and it brought in some, some new ladies, but it's tied in to these women who want more for themselves whether that's in business or self-care or just want community. And so each day I show up in this group and I post a roll call and we kind of do a few things in the group daily just to kind of get people to show up. Um, And I've been seeing lives changed. Hmm. And that's what's really fired me up even more with Rock Shop. And we have women contributing from the blog from Amsterdam, Canada, Australia, um, all over the US. And so it's still small, but my vision for it is big. And I'm, the fact that I'm changing even a couple people's lives within Ladies Challenge Group is blowing my mind. So in that group, yeah. we talk about business, personal development, finances. Um, we talk about what we're reading. I mean, different things, just different subjects. But the primary primary part of it is building friendships with like-minded women. Yeah. And I mean, you're doing an incredible job at it. And what you do uh, seems to have a lot of purpose. And I really respect that. It's, it's not just a business. It's something that is changing lives and it's empowering women. So before we leave here, uh, is there anything else you want to say? I mean, I'm just going to give you the floor for a minute. Say whatever you want to the listener, whether it be about the business or whether you want to kind of add on to something you already said. Just is there anything like that you want to say? I would just say that if you are struggling in business or, or even wondering whether or not you should start a business, then this is a good podcast for you guys to really dive into, use the resources, join some of our local vendor groups, start networking. And and if you're a woman in business, I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to help inspire you to 
follow your dreams. That's a big part of why Throck Shop is what it is. Um, if you if it's not a business related and you just happen to stumble across our podcast <laughs> and love it, then or this podcast yeah. and love it, then I would definitely encourage you to to consider joining Ladies Challenge Group. I mean, I think that it would help you thrive as a person, whether no matter what you're going through, and it's free. Okay. And that being said, uh, this last question, where can they find Ladies Challenge Group and where can they find the other businesses, uh, Throckmorton Events and Throck Shop? Where can they find them? Website, social media, kind of talk me through where they could find you at. Okay. Uh, ThrockmortonEvents.com is our main website. Throck Shop actually has a landing page on that website. Okay. So it's easy to, to locate, but our blog is tied in through the Shopify site. So it'll take you there. Um, we are on Instagram. And under Throck Shop, Ladies Challenge Group, and Throckmorton Events. And okay. then we are on Facebook under all three, just as the name. Now the group is private. The Ladies Challenge Group is private, so you do have to submit an invitation. Um, but it's easy to find. And then we obviously are on Pinterest. I talked about that earlier. So I just, I love that. And if you're a bride, that is one place to get inspired. And if you're a wedding professional starting out in the planning industry, I have a lot of resources in there for you. You could read a lot about blog inspiration and different things in real time, styled shoot planning. I mean, all kinds of things. So I would dive into that and see what, see if it benefits you. Awesome. awesome. And you know, I mean, this is just making me jealous. So I'm not a woman because I want to be a part of this group. <laughs> I know it was, <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like a passion. I was called, I feel like yeah. I connect with women. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, men, absolutely. Like I support you in business and I'm so proud. I just feel like it's easier for me to connect with them and relate on a personal level. Yeah. And we talk a lot about mom life and wife life, <laughs> the things you guys probably aren't so interested in. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> so, is true. But if your ladies want to join, just let us know. <laughs> well, cool. Well, I really appreciate you spending some time talking to us uh, again to the listeners. Um, Throckmorton Events and Throck Shop, two amazing businesses ran by Danielle Throckmorton, who's doing a great job running both businesses. So um, we appreciate you being on. And uh, to the listener, tune in next week as we have another wedding professional that I'm sure you can learn plenty from. So thank you guys.